Hello? Hey, babe. I have this really important question I have to ask you. Yeah? Well, you know how I'm getting married? Yeah. Well, I wanted to know if you would be my maid of honour. What? Oh, my God. Thank you. Of course I will. Oh, my God. This is so special. I would be honoured. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, amazing. So I'll just need you to pay the $1,200 deposit for the girls' weekend away by this Friday. And you'll have to go down to a size 8 for the wedding so we all look the same. And I need you to grow your hair out. And we're going to dye it blonde. Yay! I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. So, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is a podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. I'm Maddie McRae and I'm here with my friend Grace. Hello. Hi Grace. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm ready for a nap. Oh. I'm always ready for a nap now. Yeah. Um, the second trimester of your pregnancy, you're meant to like get this spark of energy and it's meant to be way better. Hasn't uh, happened. Just haven't had it. It's been four weeks. Where's mm. the spark of energy? How long is a trimester? Three months. Three months. So three you're months. already a third of the way through this trimester and no spark. Yeah. Yeah. No spark yet. Mm. It's very annoying. Do you have an inkling of what you're having yet? I feel like it's going to be a boy. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a little baby boy. I always thought I'd be a boy mum if yeah. I had babies. I always I always thought I'd be a girl mum. I always pictured a girl, but then as soon as I got pregnant, I was like, it's a boy. Yeah. It'd be quite funny are if it comes out as a girl. Are you finding out? No. No. Mm. No, no. It's going to be a magical surprise once it comes out. So exciting. Yes. But I do keep, like, gendering it. And I switch. I'm like, she, he, they, them. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, no, fun. Gender neutral. <laughs> You're open for all genders. Yeah. Well, that's good. How are you? I'm good. Oh, ma'am. I'm good. Yeah. You don't sound... Convinced. I'm yeah. still. I still feel really messy after the move. Like yeah. I still don't feel like I have my shit together. No, it takes yet. a while. And I still don't have a couch. And I've been couch shopping forever. Mm. And there's just no couches available. It's so a hard market. I have this like little fabric like ottoman that I got mm. from Kmart, which I have sitting against my wall. And then I have like a little cushion, and that's my couch. Oh, and it has a little bum impression from where I sit. <laughs> It just feels really not cozy. Yeah. But it's getting there. No, but I just fine. I just feel really frazzled and like going to bed at night. I'm just like, where am I? So I'm still feeling like a little bit. Trying to get it all together. Yeah. Although, so I have ducted aircon in this new place. It's oh, great. Love that. But it's, it randomly has this weird timer that I'm not in control of and it says restricted. <laughs> I can't change it. So like randomly at like 1 a.m. it'll turn on like really cold. That's um, concerning. The first time it happened, I thought someone broke into my house and just turned the aircon on. It's like a weird stalker. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to hurt you. So I need to like look up a manual or like contact the real estate and be like, how do I how use I the aircon? Because I'm freezing only on a Friday morning. Oh, I mean, like it's not every night. No, it's only on a Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully every Friday in your future is um, hot. You know, well, so you can so. have a cool cool down. Yeah, maybe at one a.m. Maybe I'm busy doing some activities in the bedroom. Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, if you can have like a really hot, sweaty night yeah. with a fellow person, you can be like, let's time it because when we finish on at a, one. Exactly. Only on a Thursday night can I have sex. <laughs> well, but what I wanted to talk about today is weddings. Mm. I went to a wedding on the weekend as well. My auntie got married. It was a beautiful wedding. It looked fabulous. It was, I loved the dress that you wore. Thank you. It was very nice. Do you know why I chose that? I chose that dress though because I was feeling a little bit um, big. 
and I was like, I need a dress that doesn't like isn't form fitting. Yeah. But I did really like it. But I did specifically search because working from home, I have put on a little bit of weight, and yeah. I was like, I need to cover the because you oh. know being with family. Sometimes they're, they're going to point it out. Yeah, sometimes they're brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. And it was a lot of fun and we danced a lot. It was with my family. Mm. You know, I didn't wear – I wore like a G-string under it and every time I turned I, I think I flashed everyone. But my <laughs> hey, family don't care. Yeah. It was fun. But I wanted to talk about weddings because mm. although I had a fun time, I think weddings suck in general. Mm. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> weddings are a scam. <laughs> Yeah. You're getting married. I'm going to get married. You're engaged. Point, probably years years down and the track. And this is something that you want yes, in life. It and is. I'm not trying to convince you to not get married. It feels like it. And maybe I'm just a jaded <laughs> single girl <laughs> who's just like, winning sucks. I don't even want one. I don't want one. Because, you know, I was like, there was a moment where everyone joined the my auntie and uncle who got married. Everyone joined them for like the, their after their wedding dance. And I was in the corner like, cool. Already. Already. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's just that. But I just... Mm. I think that weddings are – I just think they're a waste of money. They are a waste of money. They, and, no, they and are a complete waste of money. it just and worse. And from the perspective of, like, so my sister's getting married at the end of the year. Oh, it's and still happening. I know. It's been, it's been fucking that postponed so many times because that of poor, COVID. Poor woman. But it's become clear that the wedding's not for them. Mm. It's for the rest of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're spending all of this money on one day that I just don't understand why. I was thinking, like, when you said, like, weddings suck, it's like they suck if you're heavily involved in them. Yes. The best situation to is be it, in a wedding as a guest. It's just to be a guest, like, not like a high priority guest, like, Mm-mm. not a bridesmaid, not Mm-mm. a groomsman, literally just someone that gets to stroll in on the day and get really drunk, eat great food, and then stroll out. Because I've had some brilliant times doing that. Yeah. And I've never been heavily involved in weddings. Yes. Other than, oh, like, yeah, one wedding I've been heavily involved in, but even then, not really. Yeah. And I've always loved my life, but I hear horror stories. Well, about being heavily involved. Like it's enjoyable if you're not heavily involved. But the people who are heavily involved, it is for them. Yeah. You're going to be a bride soon. Like maybe it's the yeah. worst for the bride and groom. Maybe. Maybe. What's the point? Like I think especially when you're going into like the 40s and the $50,000, yeah. which is like the estimation. I'm pretty sure like the median average for an Australian wedding is 30000 Or, oh. or f- Yeah, something in that realm. Do you know what I mean? Like crazy. And yeah. all the people that I know that have gotten married – it's a minimum of $40,000. Some of them are $150,000. It's like That's a uh, deposit on a house. Absolutely. Or an apartment. It yeah. Can- it's so much money and I'm like, "Oh my, and this is what like I got engaged almost a year ago." Yeah. And I just kept putting off planning and I was like, oh, "Who needs to do it immediately?" And now you're having a baby. Now I'm having a baby. I can put it off for years and years and years, but it's like I want all the nice things. You want them. But I refuse to spend the money. Yeah. So I'm caught in this catch-22 of like, no, 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 I'm not going to skimp out. Yeah. But I'm not spending the money. But I also think, <laughs> but I also think the media and society has made you feel like you need that. Mm-mm. Like you need to have all, you need to have an expensive engagement ring. And yeah. You should have an engagement party. Yeah. And your dress needs to cost at least two thousand dollars because if it doesn't, then you're cheap. Yeah. And it's like, who's your dress by? Yeah. What's the label? Yeah. Mm. And 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 the wedding venue has to be a certain amount of money otherwise you're cheap and I just Mm. I just don't see the point and I understand that you want to celebrate your love in front of your friends and family but I don't think it needs to cost that money and I and I think that people become especially brides monsters you become and for family as well like (laughs) mothers-in-law 
I just think everyone, be, like, it brings out the worst in people. Yeah, it does. And you don't really have a good time and it breaks friendships. There's Well, there's so much pressure and I just feel like, yeah, you hear a lot of, like, women that are, have really, really unreasonable requests <laughs> and you, like... Even in the stories that I've heard, it's like they call the bride out and they're like, hey, this is super not like unreasonable. I'm not into this. And they're like, I've been dreaming of this day since I was 11 years old and I will do and say as I please. And if you don't want to bear that, it's on you. Yeah, well, because like it's your day and so you want to make it your day and that's yeah. okay. Do you know what's But quite, there's a line. There is a line. You know, what's quite funny is when I did this call out, because mm. later I'll talk about some wedding horror stories. Yeah. Some of them were from the bride's perspective, thinking that like their guests were fucked. And I was oh. just reading them and I was just like, oh no, you were fucked. You were fucked. Bitch. You don't understand, but, but because they think that, like, because they're the bride and it's their day, mm. that everyone should follow their crazy requests. Yeah, fold down to And them. if they don't, then they're the shit one. But I'm like, no, you're, you're being a shitty bride. You're being unreasonable. <laughs> you're being a fucking brat. Well, some of the things that I've seen online, and, you know, Reddit is a credible source. Oh, my God. Obviously. Uh-huh. So I can say I've read it in an article and it's Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> seen it in a TikTok? Anyways, yes, basically. Mm-hmm. But I've seen, like, posts from people like from women being like oh people are upset with me because I've told women like my bridesmaids to lose a certain amount of weight before the wedding or like if they plan to cut their hair or Mm -hmm. change their hair color they need to notify Mm -hmm. me because I have a very like set out vision yeah vision I have a vision of what they're all gonna look like standing next to me and if they can't fulfill that well then they're not in it and I'm like fuck do you think you are but, but then it's becoming more about the image and not about you just having your best friends there standing with you absolutely like that is such a shallow idea like it's not a model picture just so you can like hang in your lounger and be like look they're all the exact same height and they all look perfect they all have the same curl that's going down their shoulder <sighs> like that's not fun everyone's different and isn't that kind of exciting that you get to have them all together and just because you want them there yeah not because of them like imagine if you chose your bridesmaids just because of the way they looked the way that they looked yeah it's like oh you know what i haven't spoken to this girl in seven years but she's a size eight so she is a size eight (laughs) and she's got that perfect auburn hair color that's gonna work (laughs) in my fall wedding I just yeah like my experience being a bridesmaid for my sister has been really chill Mm. I think her the worst experience for her is it's been postponed so many times and also like because my parents and his parents are paying yeah I feel like they think they have a bit more say than they really do oh okay yep yeah I don't want to get too much into it because my mom does (laughs) she does listen to this (laughs) she knows my opinions (laughs) I did go to a wedding where the bride's brother was super broke at the time. Yeah. And they were from England. The wedding was going to be in Italy. So it was like, you know. Destination over- weddings. Oh, let me tell you, this wedding was the best wedding I've been to. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I've been to your second <laughs> wedding. And that was where I was a bridesmaid. But this this wedding. Because you were a guest. Was way better. Well, I was a guest. I yeah. was a guest. And like, oh, I could go into many details why this <laughs> wedding was amazing. But the brother of the bride was super broke at the time. And like, yeah, just didn't really have any money. I don't know what, why, but like financially wasn't doing amazing. And she paid for him to like go to Italy. She pay- she basically just bankrolled his whole situation. He was really honest about that. And he was like, I couldn't afford to come. Couldn't really afford to do anything. And so like, it was really nice. They paid for it. And that's just kind of like, she didn't care. She was like, I want my brother there. Yeah. And I decided that I wanted to have my wedding in Italy. So then so, I, so be it. I have this to fill the gap. Is. If I decided to have it there, I have to fill the gap. Yeah. And it's like, I thought that was really, really nice. I was like, yeah, it's like meeting in the middle. It's understanding that like people's financial situations are beyond their control. It has nothing yeah. to do 
with their intent or their level of care for you. And so if you have the means to fix the solution and it's going to make your day, fix go it. for it. Because it's your wedding. It's your wedding. It's not your brother's wedding. No. It's for you. So he hasn't why? been budgeting this for years. No. Like you it's have not his been. dream to have a wedding in Italy. Yeah. So yeah. like if it's your wedding. Yeah. You can't expect that Help everyone. Out. Yeah. Do so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's very, very tricky. I like, so I've been thinking about my wedding mm. and I wouldn't like to do it in Sydney. I'd like to do it away from Sydney. But like, like still like a drive. Well, this is the thing. So oh. I was like, oh, like. I really like the Hunter Valley. Yeah. I really like like a couple of hours away, but I hate the idea of forcing people to stay there. Yeah. I hate it because I just think it's too expectant. And I know that I won't be in a financial position to be like, oh, I'll cover you. No, Who cares? no. So I'd rather meet in the middle. Yeah. And I think I'm going to do it like an hour away or an okay. hour and a half so, away so from people, where I am. People can still drive home if they yeah, want yeah. to. And there's like a train line as well. Yeah. So it's like if you even if you want to have a few drinks. Get a train home if you want to drive. You can drive home. If you want to make a weekend of it, make a weekend of it. Yeah. But when I feel like you're forced into a situation, yeah, that's yeah. when people start to get shitty because they're like, yeah. oh, like I'm dropping all this money for something that really has nothing to do with me. And then they don't have a good time because they're bitter. They're bitter yes. at the wedding. Yes. It's like, I wish I wasn't here. Yeah. It's just like a bit resentful. Yeah. You know? Should we move on? Yeah. Should we do it? Let's move on. <laughs> Now it's time for a segment called Tell Me About It. This is a segment where I do a call out on my Instagram for some answers to a prompt and then my followers will respond and we will read out the best answers. Mm. And this time I asked for some wedding horror stories from the perspective of the bride or the groom or a guest or, you know, I just wanted to hear like your worst wedding experiences and this is what I got. The mother-in-law. It's always the (laughs) mother-in-law. The mother-in-law secretly got a sample of the bride's dress fabric to match it exactly. (laughs) It's not even wearing white. It's wearing your white. Because that came up with the same fabric, like the same satin. Like, Because this came up a lot. Mother, Because they, they, they make it about themselves. Mothers of the bride or mm. mothers of the groom. Mm-hmm, they, they, it's mm-hmm. like it's their day. Yes. Yes. But to match it exactly. Oof. It's a lot. It's not about you. And like where, like where do you go? Because you can't lose it like you would with someone else. You can't just kick them out because it's like fuck, you're my mother or my mother-in-law. You're going to be around for a very long time. But also, like, the fact that she got it secretly means that she knows she shouldn't have done it. Absolutely, absolutely. And And I'm picturing the hair now. She's got really short hair but with a long fringe. Like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but that is what's in my mind. She's got the Karen haircut. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she does. But it's just like, I don't know, I feel like they do it on purpose. Mm. They're being facetious. And the bride wouldn't have seen that until she walked down the aisle. And she's walking down the aisle thinking that she's making this huge, like... you know what it is it's it's always control that's all it comes down to and if it's like i hear this more with like mothers of the groom and it's always this idea of like i'm losing your stealing my son Mm -hmm. and that is just so weird and oh if i was with a man who had a relationship like that with their mother i'm out i'm not i'm not playing that game you too have had like 25 plus years of developing this i'm not stealing him no. He's still here. He's a human being. But it's because you're becoming the, like the more important woman in his life and she's not okay with that. But as you should. Yeah. And that, like as a parent, you should probably be like, it's super weird if my son still values me as the most important woman in his life. Just wait till you have a baby boy though. <laughs> Catch me in 20 years. I'll be doing that. I'll... <laughs> 
I like instead of allowing the, <laughs> my daughter-in-law, my future daughter-in-law, to find out I'm wearing her dress, I would actually just be standing in the altar. <laughs> Actually, I'm marrying him. I'm going to do it. He actually married me when he was five, so I'm pretty sure that's legal. But it's also because, like, when you're a child, I feel like as a boy, maybe, your mother is your first love. It's your first experience of loving someone. And same with, like, little girls and their dads sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I was an absolute daddy's girl. Me too. Yeah. I feel like there's – and then there's, like, an Oedipus. Like, I don't know, mothers and their daughters never Mm. always clash and sons and their fathers always clash. But, you know, when you – you know what I'm talking about. I'm getting I'm getting it. You're basically saying you want to fuck your dad and you want to fuck your mum depending on who you are. And you know what? Maybe. <laughs> no. How dare you? Okay, let's move on. Um, okay, the videographer didn't even film the Brad walking down the aisle. <laughs> what are you doing, mate? What's your job? Who are you filming? I understand if he was, like, filming the groom's oh. reaction. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a photographer that's like he's filming the corner and then there's this little shuffle of like, oh, shit, shit, sorry, she's come down. It's a tough job, I think. I think you need more than one person there. You need someone to be a photographer and someone to be a videographer. Yes. Like if you're doing yes. both, like, it's a tough job. Yes. It's hard to catch everyone. You want to catch everyone. Everyone wants to be part of the show. But I think that like the most important, like un- maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I yeah. think the most important person in the whole event is the bride is the bride like you definitely there's probably two moments that everyone thinks of in a wedding and that's the bride walking down the aisle and the first dance yeah. so if you're missing 50% of the <laughs> most important parts you're doing as your a job videographer wrong. you're not getting a good review are you and you, and you can't fire them it's no. not like you can redo it it's like they're there you yeah. can't find a new one it's done now how, yeah, yeah, but- how are you meant to like I guess like they would have a portfolio <laughs> you'd hope that they'd get the bride walking down the aisle <laughs> How could you be so stupid? Well, anyway, I'd like to read his Yahoo reviews. Yahoo reviews? Do people use Yahoo? No. Are you 40? What's going on? Yeah, having this baby has made me a boomer all of a sudden. It's crazy. I love it. Terrible. All right, next one. The groom stormed out of the wedding aggressively because the DJ stopped playing his favourite Nickelback song. That was his moment. What's the song? I don't know. Nickelback. <laughs> look at this photograph. That's my favourite. Have you seen that one where it's like, look a at graph. this graph? <laughs> I lose it every time. But like, do you know like a DJ's job is to read the room <laughs> and to like get everyone bopping. And I bet you they put that song on and the groom's having the best time, but the dance floor would have cleared. Absolutely. I'm not saying Nickelback's a terrible band. I mean, that's most people's opinion that we hate Nickelback. No, but I also think that's been really inflated. Nickelback has some bangers. Yeah, I do like Nickelback. I, mean, I think people need to be more honest about yeah. their love of Nickelback. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. The last wedding that I went to, um, we I like went as like a big group, and um, we were definitely the drunkest of everyone there. Good, so you should. And, uh, yeah, it was probably not ideal, but we had lots of fun. Anyway, so we, we were like really going for it on the dance floor and um we decided that we wanted wap and we went to the dj and we were like we want wap yeah and the guy the dj was like absolutely not because it's a family function it's only 8 30 just because you're so pissed doesn't mean the nanas want to listen to wet ass pussy and so instead of accepting that we pulled the bride <laughs> We made the bride go to the DJ booth and, and say, "Yeah, WAP's allowed." She did Play it? it, yeah. And we played WAP, and we went to town. Like I'm not a dancer, by but you any were then. Means. 
but we had dancers in the group and we had ladies that could drum below. <laughs> And then we created a little circle. And thinking about it now with a sober brain, I'm like, what were we thinking? Didn't like, you miss the bride's first dance? <laughs> yes, and the bride doesn't know that. <laughs> I was so drunk. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Mary, <laughs> when you listen to this. But, um, yes, I was very drunk and I had a... So you <laughs> made her request WAP and then you weren't even there for her first dance. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, it was... It was a really good night. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> there was emus. <laughs> I know that's a random thing to say, but there was emus on the property. And when the first dance was happening, me and Mal, my best friend, were um, looking at out the with emus. the emus. <laughs> anyway, probably more fun. Yeah. No. Oh. You don't know. Yeah, no, look, you was. don't know. You I had, don't know. I had a lot of fun with the emus. <laughs> All right, we digress. That was so good. I loved it. Okay, next one. Invited to a destination wedding. It was $4,000 each and there was no open bar. That's cheap. That's cheap. If you ask people to come. I mean, look, $4,000 for a destination wedding. Bad. I mean, you do get a holiday. Yeah, but you. my dad always said this. He was like, if you do a destination wedding, you have to provide a holiday. Mm-hmm. Like you, It can't be all about you because people are putting too much money into it. They need to get something out of it. So yeah. something. Well, part of that I'd is giving them an open bar. I'd be embarrassed. You know when like, you find a funny video mm. and you show someone and you're always looking for their reaction and you want to make sure they also enjoy it? They check how long it is. You know it's going bad when they're checking how long it goes. <laughs> Where I'm going with this is like when you have a wedding like that, mm. you need to make sure they have a good time. <laughs> it can't be a shitty video. Absolutely, you, you have to. You have to like. You, you have to make sure that the people who are spending that money have the best time of their have lives. Have the best time. Like they end up finding their version of an emu. <laughs> you <Your> wedding. <Yeah. laughs> and have a good time with that emu. <laughs> but yeah, you can't. You can't. That I, I just think that's asking too much. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. I would be really, really shitty. And you know what? You, they probably had a wishing well. <laughs> no, you can't. That was the other. That's the two-parter of my dad's wise wisdom. Um, is that you can't ask for gifts when you have a destination wedding. No, the, the gift is you coming to my destination. Yeah, wedding. yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Love this one. This is so good. Okay, you know how you play games at weddings, and you know they lift the shoe. Oh yes, 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 so yes, yes. I yes. think this was a game. Okay, the groom tried to guess the bride's legs in a game. He was blindfolded. (laughs) He said the bride's legs were too fat and he guessed the sister's legs as being correct. (laughs) That's so dangerous. What a bold statement to make. What a way to start your marriage. My legs are fat. And, you know, brides often they go on like a heavy crash diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason feel like they always have to drop so much weight for their wedding. Yeah, they want to look like that you know, unrealistic, perfect for their wedding. That's that's hard. And and also, like, to choose not just anyone's legs. Your sister. The sister's legs. Oh. That's, yeah, that's tough. I just. That's very, very tough. Mm, I'm cringing. It's awful. Mm, mm-hmm. How do you recover? Like, I just hope she was drunk enough that she was like, ha, ha. Yeah, or like, maybe he got one of those looks where it's like, this isn't happening now, but it's happening. <laughs> Just you wait till we get home. We are not having, we are not consummating the marriage tonight. No, you're gonna have to wait a little while for that. You're not sleeping in my bed. You're gonna have to wait till my legs slim down. Mm. (laughs) My legs are too fat for you. I'm not gonna wrap them around your neck later. Yes. Oh, poor man's, poor poor man's. (laughs) 
All right, next one. Okay, okay. This is another mother-in-law. Mm. One week so before my wedding, mm. my mother-in-law gave my husband a list of reasons not to marry me. Oh. <laughs> is this like a test? Like, what would you do when you find that list? Of course he's going to tell her. Imagine if he didn't. Oh, that would be even worse. Yeah, oh, see, that oh. would be worse because then you're siding with your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, you're covering it and then you find out. No, surely he would have told her. Surely, surely. Well, but yeah, then, like, I mean, she knows. But also, like, as a mother-in-law, wouldn't you want to just be, like, a bit more diplomatic about things? Like, surely you know there's a good chance he's still going to marry her. And you wouldn't want to start the relationship with like, well, I've made it clear that I think you're a bit of a cow. No, but she's probably deluded because she's like, you're my son and you will listen to me. And let me give you this advice and mm. you will listen to me because you love me more, you're right. more you're than right. you love your fiance. I'm more important than her, aren't I? Well, yeah, this is Sophie's choice. I would be chosen, right? <laughs> right. Actually, who would you pick? I would hope the partner. Is that awful? They're like, like they're your chosen family. They're the person you've chosen to be with for yeah. the rest of your life. And also age wise, like you've had a good life. <laughs> Sorry. I really like my mother-in-law. She's a really lovely lady. But okay. It sounds like I'm bitter. I'm not. I have a really great relationship with my mother-in-law. No, but I think this is a valid question. I hope you never have to pick. Like Sophie's choice should never happen in any situation. But like if you had to pick between your your mum or like if you're the perspective of the groom, like would you pick your mum? Like you hope it's your partner. I think think partner. I'm really sorry, mum. But I think I'm killing you and I think I'm choosing my partner. Is that awful? No, I see, like, I think I'm the same. Yeah, and you didn't even have a partner. No. I like that, that your mum doesn't even make the cut. <laughs> it's not that I would. No, but, like, that they are the family that you choose. No, no, I agree. Fuck, I'm going to have to do myself out of this hole after this episode. <laughs> Me too. I think my mum and my mother-in-law are going to be knocking on my door. <laughs> She's going to give Tom a list of reasons not to marry you. <laughs> Thank God I'm carrying her grandchild. <laughs> I don't think that matters. Oh. <laughs> I'll just put it in front of me all the time. <laughs> Every time you offend her, look, baby. It's okay. Look what I made you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> oh, we are terrible people. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, let's move on yeah. before we dig more of a hole. Yes. Okay. Before we start talking about our dads. Jeez. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right, we'll do a few more and then we'll move on to one. We'll, we'll put the, the rest at the in another episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. At my friend's wedding, mm. all of the in-laws were addressing the bride as the first wife. <laughs> they already hate you. That is cold. That's very, very cold. Do you reckon they were doing that? Like, do you reckon she heard it? Do you reckon she knows? They were, I, I, I hope they were trying to do it as a secret. I'm or, assuming that they're saying, like, oh, it's a joke. Get over it. Yeah, because sometimes that happens, you know, like the groomsman or the, the best man will be like, oh, yeah, ha-ha, first marriage, lol, lol, lol. Yeah, yeah. But Better if, luck next time. Exactly. Like, yeah, this was your practice wedding. But mm. as, like, a joke you, and you tell the bride she's part of the joke, we're like, ha-ha, we, yeah. you know we're joking. But if they were doing it, like, behind her back, at being <sighs> Yeah. I just... I feel sorry. Like I, there's so many like stories out there about toxic in-laws and I just, I don't know how I deal with it. I actually think it would make me like peace out. I'd just be like, I can't marry into this family. Yeah. Is that enough? Cause like, what if they, this is the thing with the groom mm. or like with your husband, do they side, who do they side who with? Who do they side And with? if it's always a fight, it's just like, I, like, I what love you, you. I love you, but your family is so shit. I can't, yeah. I can't. It's, it's not you. 
It's, it's your, your dad. toxic family. It's your dad. That's <laughs> your mum. It's just, yeah. It's your brother. Is that enough to ruin a marriage? I think it would be for me. Again, I'm blessed. I have a great in-law yeah. family. Yeah. They're lovely people. Yeah. So I don't know that feeling. <laughs> Whoa. But, but um, yeah, I think it would make me go, bye. I think it depends on the actions of mm. your partner. Mm. All right. This is the last one. All right. I'm ready. For this episode. <laughs> the groom's dad's speech said... Sorry, he abused his son, but he turned out great, so maybe it worked. I can't speak. She's too stunned. That is airing family drama to the next level. Not that abuse is family drama. It's a serious issue. But also that that he's like, well, maybe Maybe I was right. I I couldn't talk to the dad. I'd be like... You're I'm actually gone. surprised he was invited. Yeah. Like maybe the, the the son has gone through so much fucking therapy because he was abused. But then he's like, you know what? I'm going to invite my dad to my wedding because I've gone past this. And then he the brings step. it up in his speech and says, maybe it was a good thing for you. That's, yeah. Even if you had done heaps of therapy to get over it, that one comment I think would make me crumble. Yeah. I'd be like, well, I need another eight years of therapy. My therapist is getting an extension on their backyard. What an asshole of a man. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't. And also, like, where do you go? Like, especially, imagine it's the end of the speech. Do you clap? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. So it's like a dead air. <laughs> and he's just, like, walking back with no sound. Like, where do you go from there as a party? Oh, I'd be too I'd be too stunned. Too stunned to speak. That was a really dark one for the final one, wasn't it? And I think we should wrap up the episode. So if you guys would like to contribute to tell me about it, I put a story on my Instagram where I'll put in a question box and you can reply and contribute. Um, my handle is Maddie McRae. And that's all I have for this episode. Amazing. I'll catch you next time, great. Oh, can't wait for it. Bye. Bye.